As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to 24 Hours in Rugby League. All the news from the last 24 hours. We're about to dive into it. But just to remind, if you haven't gone and had a listen to our interview this morning with former Rabbitoh, Magpie, Bulldog, and Penrith Panther, Darren Brown, obviously the co-host of Rabbitoh's radio podcast, a podcast I highly advise you all have a listen to as well. Uh, go and have a listen to that interview this morning. It's part one. Part two will be dropping on Thursday morning. Really looking forward to that. A really good chat with Darren Brown. Sensational bloke and a great footballer. Your news over the last 24 hours, Paul Vaughan reportedly on the Canterbury Bulldogs radar. Uh, you could see him finish the rest of this season there, if not be there next season. Paul Vaughan's obviously a guy that, I mean, it was only 18 months ago he was, you know, one of the first picked in the Blues, one of the first picked in the Kangaroos, essentially. So the guy can play. He's obviously uh, learned some really harsh lessons over the last few weeks, and hopefully it's turned the corner for him. But he's obviously on the market. So, George, they have released him off a huge money deal that he was on. So interesting to see where he lands, no doubt, can. They'll be throwing their hat in the ring. We saw yesterday, Kurt Mann, he's re-signed with the Newcastle Knights. Fantastic for Kurt Mann. I think he's um, he's a real underrated guy. He sort of goes through waves with his form, but I think he's just got to find a position. I think it has been 5-8 is where he's played his best foot. He keeps on getting plugged at centre. I'm not really sure if he is a centre realistically. One of these guys has sort of been cursed by just how versatile he's been throughout his career, essentially. The New Zealand Warriors, unfortunately, um, probably the biggest losers out of all this COVID that's happened and um, pretty much because they lose their game at Mount Smart Stadium, which is devastating. Um, I think it was meant to be in round 22 against the Canterbury Bulldogs. They planned to return to Mount Smart Stadium. It was also going to be a farewell for Roger Tuovasa-Shek, their skipper, obviously. So very, very disappointing there for the New Zealand Warriors. Heartbreaking stuff. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen Roger get a farewell over there. Uh, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, this situation, there's not a heap that we can do about it, and these things are going to happen. Back to the Dragon situation, and um, it's been revealed the two fellas that um, are refusing to sign uh, you know, their, their declaration of what happened at Paul Vaughan's place. It is Daniel Alvaro and Zach Lomax. So it looks like they could miss the next month of footy, but strangely enough, it looks like that suspension 
um, it could just fall into the time that they're sitting up on the Gold Coast in a hotel. So uh, life could definitely be worse for Daniel Alvaro and Zach Lomax. You have got a feel for uh, the Warriors, for example, and I'll talk about this over the next few days. Obviously, Ewan Aitken um, and uh, Josh Curran were on a plane accidentally with someone that had COVID, so they had to miss two weeks, whereas these guys, they went out of their way, had a party, did the wrong thing, and... I don't know, the punishment seems a little bit easier than what are those boys at the Warriors have copped in a crucial time of their season where they have gone on and lost two close games. So, tough hill to swallow, but I think it just is the reality of the situation we're in, unfortunately. The Newcastle Knights, they're going to get a big boost, and this is one to keep an eye on. Supercoach wise for me, especially if you are going with Caelan Ponga. Bradman Best, uh, he's set to return in round 19, which is sensational to see. We thought he was going to be out a little bit longer than that, so very good to see. Hopefully, Bradman Best he can finish off this season injury-free. I'd love to see him have a good run for a couple of weeks. Jermaine Tanua-Brown, he has uh, signed with the St. George of the Royal Dragons for the rest of July. So he will be there on a loan deal from the New Zealand Warriors. Obviously, as we mentioned, Paul Vaughan's been released. A couple of other guys in Barney Rubble. Dragons stepped in the forwards. It is pretty thin. So a good kid to get there. I really like Jermaine Tanua-Brown. He's never going to be a superstar, but he's a guy that I do like for sure. Uh, Sean Johnson, we've seen him over the last few days. He's spoken about moving the entire comp to New Zealand. It's not going to happen, but I don't mind the idea. I really like the uh, character arc that Sean Johnson's gone on. We'll probably touch on him over the next few days as well. I think he's handled himself really well over the last few days in a couple of, couple of tough situations. Obviously, coming off the field, in his game the other day against the New Zealand Warriors, his former club and his club he's going to be going to next year. Plenty of emotion there, and Fox League hit him with, uh, you're moving to Queensland for the next month. And I thought he handled himself really well, Sean Johnson. He's matured a lot. Another shark, uh, Paul Gallen. He's talking out about how uh, he's warned that the young NRL players are going to really struggle without sex when they go into the bubble up at the Gold Coast. Very interesting take. Um, I don't completely disagree with it, to be honest with you. Just an interesting thing to think about that these guys, uh, they're going to be cooped up, bit of cabin fever, you know, like the rest of us. So uh, interesting to watch there. Maybe the lack of sex explains my lack of footballing ability. Uh, Nene McDonald and Sam Stone, they're the latest two guys that look to be set to go over to England. I think Nene McDonald, he's been a real... Um, he could have been anything than Nene McDonald. He is so talented. He's such a big body. He's so hard to handle. He's just never kicked on. He's just never got all the pieces in the right places, unfortunately. So it looks like Nene, he will finish his career over in England. We wish him all the best. Along with Sam Stone, I'm a bit surprised Sam Stone's going. I thought he was pretty young. I, I, I don't know too much about Sam Stone, but I thought he still had a few more years to offer in the NRL. But if the price is right, I mean, you're crazy not to take those sort of deals, especially at the moment with everything going on. That's your news in the last 24 hours, guys. Plenty more podcasts coming this afternoon, including... Uh, our round 18 team list that we'll be dropping. We'll do that live this afternoon for you guys, ready to go. And then we had a look at uh, Skipper Scope, Justin Horro. He uh, he named his uh, best 17s uh, in all the hubs. So all the New South Wales teams that have gone up there, we're going to go through and have a look at those teams and uh, analyse those sides and see who would win out of the hub teams. I think it makes it very interesting. Uh, all these teams obviously staying in different areas. If you were to put together your best 17 as the scope is done, I think it would be a good little look at and who could win and then we'll get your opinions as well. Have a cracking day, guys. I'll talk to you this afternoon.